You're listening to the Simpsons Watch Along Podcast. I'm your host, the Peace Machine. Alongside me is my co-host, the Dabble Dab. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. We are here. Once again, we took a little break, a few days off, but we're back at it with a very special guest, one of my best friends, secret lover, perhaps, Mr. Cooper. What's up, man? Oh, you know, thanks, you guys, for uh, having me on the show. Looking forward to it. Uh, I want to say, Dan, I'm a little disappointed you didn't give the uh, buddy. It's probably my favorite part of the show. Oh. I'm a longtime listener, first-time guest, so I'm excited. So, you know, I got to mix it up, so I thought I'd go short because I wanted to make sure we had time for your intro because sometimes I can stretch that buddy out for a while. I believe in you. I've heard it. I, uh, I respect your decisions, though. <laughs> thank you thank you hey you've been a guest on our podcast before you're on our comedy suplex wrestling league podcast and uh i just learned something about you today you're a big fan of subtitles i i do i love watching anything with subtitles i uh honestly it started with the movie snatch with brad pitt if you guys remember watching that back in the day the That's uh, one you needed it oh yeah absolutely and i kind of just uh evolved from there you know, that's it's not a bad idea because like you, you really kind of can picture like or you get to see like what what name did they just say? Like, what was that exactly? Yeah. And so I, I I might switch to being a subtitle guy. I'm not sure. My theory and, is he turned them on and then he just lost the remote and could never figure out how to turn it back <laughs> off. And they've been on for 15 years. Oh, that was like there was like a glitch in the Netflix app where you turn it on and it would do audio subtitles and like the computer voice would say like a big red N comes onto the screen and the Netflix appears <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah. So we've got a, we've got an episode. Cooper, you selected Marge in Chains. Give us a little rundown of why you chose this episode. Uh, Marge in Chains. Uh, when I was a kid, this is before, you know. Uh, streaming services and even DVDs. My grandmother had just a blank VHS tape and she knew I loved The Simpsons. And so whenever she caught one on in her free time, she'd record it for me. And the very first tape she ever gave me, the very first episode was Marge and James. So I dare say I've probably seen this episode more than any other episode. So I wanted to come into the show with something I, I knew about. Yeah, it's a good episode, and you know, it made me have to kind of recall like what exactly are the are the funny spots in this in this episode. But I recall it being funny. But I don't think anyone would say this is my favorite episode. But it's in it's in season four. It's in one of the best seasons. So I, I'm sure there's going to be laughs that I've forgotten about. Yeah, I wouldn't call it my favorite either. Even the best episode, it just it, it just one that's near and dear to my heart. Sounds good. Sounds good. Dabs, what do you remember about this episode? I like this one. When he picked it, it like took me a second, and then I Googled it real quick, and I was like, okay, that's a pretty good episode. It's not one of those that sticks out as like, oh, this has some hilarious moments in it, but I think we're going to be surprised. It's been a while since I watched this one, but I have high expectations of this one. And I also like that we had a guest on the last episode, Mike Seidel, AEW wrestler, yoga expert, and I think, uh, Cooper, when you were on the, our other podcast, you followed Matt Seidel. I think like he was the guest we had before you on that one. So you're like the follower of the Seidel brothers here. Ooh, I'm going to have to uh, gonna have to get a T-shirt. <laughs> Open your third eye, actually. <laughs> Open your brown eye. All right. Yeah. Oh, so no. oh, too soon. Um, 
we've got this episode queued up, ready to go. So the gimmick here is we press play at the same time. And hopefully you listening with us, you also press play and you get to watch along and hear us banter back and forth and talk about some of the moments that we recall from the episode. So boys, if you're ready, I'm going to give you the countdown. We all good. Yeah. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, press play now. The clouds open. Oops, didn't have audio down. Here we go. <laughs> Always had a theory that when we got the long entrance, it was because they didn't make a long enough episode, so they had to kind of cut time a little bit. I don't think that's a theory. <laughs> I think that's a fact. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, they, a lot of the writers go into the, like, well, we, we had to stretch it out, so we went with the long episode, or the long okay. open. Oh, I did not know that. Have you guys made reference to that and I just missed it? I don't know if we've made reference Constant. to it. But I, I, yeah, <laughs> constantly. You're just an idiot. Well, that happens <laughs> to the best of us. <laughs> so did you see the uh, the birthday gift that, that Dabble Dab received? Oh, was it the Isotopes hat? Yes. Yeah, I, I thought it was incredible. Good, good. As I, he, he said you had a t-shirt. I do. There you go. You guys can be isotope buddies. I'm not rocking it right now. Their actual their baseball stadium has Simpsons characters sitting on random benches. You can go get your pictures made with them. They really fully embraced it. That's great. That's great. It's minor league baseball. It's like, what else do you have that's going to draw people specifically to see that? You know? Oh, without question. You have to be a total loser to be involved in minor league baseball. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this the juice loosener? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I always wanted a doggy doorman when I was a kid. <laughs> mm. Mm. This one just seemed impractical to me. They can't all be winners, you know? <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Troy McClure. Star of such films as P is for Psycho. And the president's neck is missing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that always made me go, like, how would you like the neck? Like, what? Until now. <laughs> I had some juice earlier and squished it into my face. I love Homer's leg kick as he's straining. <laughs> right. I think this may have been his first appearance. I could be wrong on that. Oh. I like the episode that deals with like isn't isn't this leading to like a really bad flu? Yes, oh, yeah. a pan a pandemic. And you're and you're under quarantine right now for COVID, aren't you? I, I am actually. I get out Saturday. Oh really? What happened? Yeah, well I worked uh six days in a row. I'm not blaming my work, but I was quite exposed to the public for a bit, and I just think I, I caught it somehow. Oh, okay. You feeling all right? I feel better now. They actually, it was funny, they had a cough, and my boss made me go get tested. I wasn't going to go get tested, and I, I had corona. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, it's been nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't had to go to work, so I mean, it's kind of like having a cold and getting the week off for it. 
You get this, to watch some Simpsons. That's yeah, this scene traumatized me. The guy sneezing into the box. Because, like, my phone broke when Corona was, like, going crazy in April of last year. And I had to get a new phone shipped. And I was like, I don't want to open this box. I'm going to sneeze in the box. <laughs> they do a great job uh, illustrating it, though. Yeah. <laughs> so now, did only people from Springfield order the juice loosener? So this isn't a nationwide pandemic. Well, it was only a Springfield infomercial, so that's my that's my. Oh, theory. okay, okay. I love this. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, Lou well, is a character unto itself. Springfield with over three hundred. Gotcha. Pie with Arnie in the sky. Round blue one is going around and around and around and around and around. I like the um, the Ken Brockman versus Artie Pie sort of battle that they yeah that becomes oh this this scene makes made me kind of feel sick I was like you can just think yourself into getting the flu I think it's the sound of the pus listen to this yes yeah oozing same voice as Snake. Yeah. <laughs> that is great. Oh, yeah, that sounds. <laughs> I, I imagine the writers had a blast writing itchy and scratchy episodes in these early seasons. Oh, but yeah. And as this we've mentioned before... It always cracks me up the scene because he puts his organs in backwards. <laughs> Brick first. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I love this. This is one of my favorite Diamond Joe Quimby's. Oh, without question. Oh, this is pretty uh, topical also. It's Ted Cruz, yes. Sorry, man. Yeah, Ted Cruz. <laughs> Does this thing always bothered me as a kid because didn't we just see Homer with the flu at home? Sanity ensues immediately. So I remember I went to like a Tennessee Lady Vols basketball game and they had like an 18 wheeler handing out, I think it was OK Cola or Surge because Knoxville was a test market and you could just get as many as you wanted. And it was just people like literally just climbing into the 18 wheeler and carrying out <laughs> like balancing crates of soda. And carrying them out of this eight wheeler, it reminded oh, me. Of no. That. You gotta take pretty care of the house. <laughs> nice little fox jab here. Mm -hmm. Oh, Ned's going to hell for laughing at that one. <laughs> that, that's all it takes. Fox and be banned for all eternity. 
I used to love to stay up late and watch Married as Children when my mom was in bed. That's so weird. You can't have liquids after 3 p.m. What's the bad, man? Yeah, he's probably only going to be awake another two or three hours. Oh, that's true. Bart asked for chewable morphines. It always cracked me up. I still use that one. (laughs) That's pretty cool animation there. Did you guys know that in the recent seasons they got rid of Apu altogether? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a scene later in this episode where I think you'll see why. Like, it's he's very stereotyped. <laughs> Yeah, he's very stereotyped, and I guess Hank Azaria was doing the voice, and they didn't want to hire an Indian actor to do the voice, so they're just like, eh, we're just never going to use Apu anymore. Yeah, he had his run. Yeah. Yeah, they just changed out Dr. Hibbert. I think this week. Really? Yeah, they got a new voice actor for Dr. Hibbert. So Marge just forgot it was in her pocket, or what? Yeah, what yeah. He forgot the bourbon was in her coat pocket. We've all she was so there. so frazzled. I remember one time I was probably leaving your house, Coop, and I went to the gas station. It's like three a.m. and I walk in, and in the sliding doors is a bag of weed, just laying. <laughs> and I'm like, lucky day, and. uh I look in and there's a cop walking around in the store and I'm like, this might just be a setup right here. And I just <laughs> stepped over it and paid for my gas and left. Well, replace the word kinda with the word repeatedly and the word dog with son. <laughs> he hit the judge's son multiple times with his car. <laughs> this right here is what I was referring to. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> pretty egregious. We're putting that bitch on ice? Yeah, I mean, they I've always thought it took it harshly. Uh, he's just doing his job there. Let the word go forth from this time and place. Bart Simpson <laughs> is a shoplifter. Hey! In other news, the chick in the crime game is really a man. What's the point of this? Man. Wow. <laughs> Maybe. And last Christmas. There's 30,000 the people fact. there. Well, I'll let you in on some secrets about Bart Simpson. <laughs> She's got webbed toes. Now, Mark, don't you worry. We've all had our brushes with the law. Great. <laughs> I forgot about this. Ned Flanders. No, Ned Flanders. I'm a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never have that problem again. 
I gotta start wearing more name tags, especially if they say "Howdy" on them. Right. <laughs> I love Ned's little nod there. That's creepy. Just wash your hands and get out. <laughs> the God bless you. Pay. <laughs> Usually, if you're surveilling someone, you don't let them know. You know. Tom Cruise and Mel Gibson. What is the part of all this? Yolanda, I feel so confident of my... Blue-haired lawyer such a dick. A little more gray here. Ooh, he's a Now, Mrs. Lovejoy, could you tell us a little about my sensor? Well, as the wife of the minister, I'm privy to a lot of sensitive information. And here it is. Mom this episode really depends on the kind of secondary characters. I think she um... It's a very Phil Hartman centric. The witness may be drinking, drinking. It is. The drinking, drinking motion. And if we freeze on frame 138, we simply see a blue hair coming from the grassy knoll. Now, a poo, Mrs. Simpson claimed. Why was Frank doing that? It's the scientific explanation. He's probably had that theory for years, and he just finally was at all of this. You want me to drink you? <laughs> Excuse me. David, I'm really tempted. Just take it one day at a time. Know that I love you. I love you too, man. So, Mr. Nahasaki, that's how the people that are. is your real name. Have you ever forgotten anything? No. In fact, I can recite five to 40,000 faces. And that's DJ one. This, this is classic too. Uh, well, if you never forget yep. anything, tell me this. What color tie am I wearing? You are wearing a red and white striped <laughs> club tie in a hot winter knot. Oh, I am, am I? Am, am I? Is that what you think? <laughs> well, if that is what you think, I have something to tell you. Something that may shock and discredit you. And that thing is as follows. Right in front I'm of the not wearing a tie and yeah, yeah. Oh, I am wrong about that. Maybe I am wrong about Mrs. Simpson. If there's one thing America needs, it's more lawyers. Can you imagine a world without lawyers? Oh. And so, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. So is that David Crosby sitting next to Homer there? Yeah, really voiced yeah, by David on. Crosby, too. <laughs> <laughs> This is great. I've used this line many times. Right. This verdict is written on a cocktail napkin. And it still says guilty. And guilty is spelled wrong. Will the foreman please read the real verdict? Keep my 
going to defend him, you people. Mark Simpson, I sentence you to 30 days in prison. Next case, the National Council of Churches versus Lionel Hutz. Oh, right. All right, Dad. The Lionel Hutt giving the judge the his own verdict that was still guilty. Lionel Hutt is the best character ever in this episode. Oh, I I think the show also that that's when they jumped the shark when they lost Phil Hartman. This scene's kind of this is like what Family Guy kind of ripped off, just random cutscenes, you know? Yeah, but at least it's pertinent to the story. Yes, like, it's Bart's bizarre fantasy. It has something to do with what they're talking about, at least, like you said. Oh, solid hope. Moment. Yeah. This is like the... First episode where Apu gets deported. Because, like, the town had to, like, realize how important Apu was. It's Apu getting someone else sent away, and the town realizes how much they miss Marge. Just attached to prison life. Yeah, she seems happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're cooking five lobsters, one for Maggie. <laughs> That always freaked me out. Yeah. I don't like how it was like it tensed up like jerky. Yeah. I've certainly used this speech on on people before. Character smelling the bouquet and everything. Yeah. He feels beautiful. Pack of sugar and peanut butter smeared on the playing card. <laughs> playing card. Three of diamonds. <laughs> I'm going to make that as a snack next time people come over. <laughs> that would be funny. Only if Cooper and I were the ones coming over. <laughs> well, I would never invite you over. Thank you. And I wouldn't have to say no. Grant, 
Craig must spend a fortune on dentures over the years. It's a, <laughs> Medicare, maybe. It's a proud tradition of animals getting his dentures. Yeah. You have any of those delicious marshmallow squares? That's some good cuddling there. They all wanted Marge's marshmallow squares. I don't know anything about Jimmy Carter, but he he takes quite a bashing in the public eye. He really does. As far as I can tell, like all he did was like be a nice guy and not do a whole lot. <laughs> I think what happened was it was the Irani hostage situation. He kind of just didn't do anything until his uh, I about said reign. His term was over and Reagan took over. Oh, yeah, yeah I think they were they were free like two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> Did you set that guy naked with the refrigerator on his back? Yeah, why, why was he naked? <laughs> Men are such slides. But I'm seeing this new guy. I think he's different. <laughs> he says his name is Homer, and he works at the nuclear plant. <laughs> we gotta clean this up before mine gets back. Not for We'll just sweep it all under the rug. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Raphael's voice. Well, we never should have let you go. From now on, I'll use my gossip for good instead of evil. Greetings from Mod Simpson. Now, Mike, we have a special treat for you. <laughs> good. That's the second presidential joke too. They went back to the Kennedy Grassy Knoll thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. They had stored up. What an odd ending. <laughs> yeah. Tetherball around Carter. Everything came together though. That was a good episode. I, I'm I am very surprised by how enjoyable that one was. Yeah, I've seen that one a bunch of times too. And yeah, again, not anyone's probably favorite episode, but a great Marge episode. You guys know I have a soft spot for Marge. Um, I I thought it, I thought it worked. What do you guys think? Oh yeah, it's just one of my all time favorites. It's like you like you said. It's just not. You know, it's not like uh, Burns's Air or Cape Fear or Duffless or any of the high like critically rated episodes but it was really really enjoyable four season episode dabs you know peach machine has duffless at number 12 on our list just a heads up just to trash him real quick yeah i well, thought it was a pretty, I'll, I'll listen to it <laughs> just a pretty funny episode <laughs> it's weird it because it's, it's all over the place it's about marge but like Marge really isn't like it's more about people reacting to Marge and the absence of Marge and kind of like what she means to people. 
And so she's like a vehicle, <clears throat> excuse me, to go around and just have these funny gags for other people, but it works. Yeah, she herself doesn't have any any like highlight comedy moments, but yeah, everything everybody plays off of her, and you know she she gets the 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 Flintstones chew morphine in the bourbon. She gets all razzled, and then she ends up in prison and realizes, okay, uh, you know my family's a mess. Prison's not great, but you know they all need me. I need them. So I think it wraps itself up in a nice little package. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh-huh. I think I think Marge's reaction to when Bart asked for the Flintstone chewable morphines was she was very sharp. There's no such thing. Was my favorite Marge moment herself in that episode. All right, so now is the time of the episode where we're going to actually give it a letter grade, A through F, just like we all earned in school. Cooper, your choice. You go first. I'm going to go first. Uh, I'm going to give it a solid B. Ooh. I think there were. Some- caught there b plus somewhere in that range i mean like watching it again there's some continuity issues like homer getting the flu then he's at work the next day and then there's wiggum shooting at the flu then he arrests marge um homer having five lobsters on a you know nuclear power plant and salary that just doesn't seem right well he's not the wisest with his money also true also true i'll, I'll withdraw that comment then <laughs> all right b plus b b plus all right dabs what are you going yeah, I think it's in that B plus A minus range. Um, there's really no weak point in this episode. I thought it's one strong A story all the way through. And, and since that's the case, I'm going to go A minus. A minus. All right. Checking that down there. I'm going to go B plus. Um, the the Osaka flu stuff at the start, like with the with or uh what's his name lionel hutz not lionel hutz the other one troy mcclure yeah hosting the infomercial that shit was so good like that like the first act is really really good marge being a prison a little bit weaker but i and then act three when when the town's in shambles phenomenal again but i'm gonna go b plus i mean i can't argue with that but the thing about this episode is it has some absolute amazing moments in it like the troy mcclure tie thing like i've always thought that's one of the funniest moments the flintstone chewable morphine has been stuck in my head for 25 years like there are (laughs) walking in in the uh, dress this has some of the most memorable visual gags and funny stuff in it and so i'm i don't know i'm torn Uh, maybe it's just because when we (laughs) look kids we saw this one so many times and that's why it's drilled into my memory but it's like this is a really good episode yeah you know that you're saying that and I'm, I'm thinking about like all the all the things that did register right away in my head i'm like oh yeah i love that part i love that part the courtroom stuff is really good yeah the juice i gotta go a minus i'm changing my grade <laughs> all right i was right then <laughs> you're right you're right all right saving that here all right so who was the best character who carried the episode mvp of the episode cooper who you got Uh, i'm gonna go troy mcclure i really felt like he knocked it out of the park with every scene he was in between his uh smoking monkey he kept in his desk drawer or you know coming to the court without pants on and honestly (laughs) they they, they kind of subtly made it seem because he called his sponsor who was david crosby and in the very next scene, Crosby's there like he had to come in the middle of the night 
to help Hudson get through a bender, which is why he was, you know, pantsless and confused at court the next day. And I feel like they really tied that in very subtly. So I'm going to go Lionel Hutz. Dabbled up. I'm going to agree with you. It's Lionel Hutz because every scene he's in, he steals. Uh, he's the funniest part of every scene. Uh, so I don't even think it's close in this one. It's Lionel Hutz. Lionel Hutz, Troy McClure, Phil Hartman is the MVP of this episode. He, he, he nails it in every role, both roles that he's in. And I agree with both you guys. So no need to go on the Phil Hartman, a gem and certainly a treasure that we all miss in after, you know, season whenever he, whenever he passed was that season six or seven. So, yeah. All right. Best secondary person character. <laughs> Damn it. What is it? Best supporting character. I got it. Best supporting actor character. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> Shut up. Cooper, you're up. Uh, I'm going to go with Marge. I think you hit the nail on the head earlier. She was really the glue of the episode. Everything tied around her. So to me, that's just a perfect definition of supporting character. I'm going to go with the flu itself because Ooh. they were a character. And uh, just to be different, I'm going to go with the flu. I like that it was an evil villain and you got shots from other people's perspectives of it invading every orifice, which I'm also into. So I'm going with the flu. You both, you both make good points, but you're both wrong. It's diamond Joe Quimby. He, <laughs> he steals it. Go, go and get that steel drum out of the, uh, Maya's office. It's just brilliant. He's already out of town. He's, he's hit the, it's just classic diamond Joe. And then at the, at the big rally for, for whatever the hell with the, all the townspeople there, he just blatantly spits out, uh, Marge Simpson is in jail. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's such a buffoon. I love Diamond Joe. That's my best supporting character. All right. And now the highlight of our show, the list. Coop, you don't have a list, but where would you put this? Top 10, top 25, top 50? I would imagine, considering every episode ever, it's probably in my top 20, mostly for nostalgia. Okay. Well, just tell me, give me your top two or three, just your one, two, and three. Do you have uh, those? My, actually, yeah, my, my one you guys have actually done, and I was disappointed he was so low on the list, was Last Exit to Springfield. I thought that episode was a masterpiece. Um, then again, I'm also a mark for the onion on my belt joke that's in that episode. That might be my favorite Simpsons joke ever. Uh, number two would be the Cape Fear episode where Sacha Bob comes back and they have to go in the witness protection program and... Yes. Uh, that was just a, gr a classic episode. <sighs> as far as my third one goes, I'm probably going to have to say you only moved twice. The Hank Scorpio episode. Those are all three solid. And I have Last Exit of Springfield as number five on my list. Dabble Dab has it at much 14. lower, fourteen. Yeah, so you can you can punish him because that one is phenomenal. And the more I think about it, I've watched that episode two or three times since we did it. It. It might be it might be e even low for five. It, it should be two or three, maybe. So, I yeah, I, I love that episode and all the episodes you said are certainly you know just fireballs of awesomeness. So there's there's really we're just all splitting hairs here. But all right, Dab, where are you going to put this one? Before I rank it, I want to know where Pokemon ranks uh, on your list, Cooper. Pokemon is that the one where Marge is collecting Pokemon? That's the one where uh, the guy, the criminal, comes to live with him. She gets him out of jail. The painter. 
Oh, uh, with Michael, uh, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yes. Oh God. That's top 10. I love that episode. Absolutely. <laughs> like the, the part, the part where they're talking to the board and he's like, how's he breathing? There is no air in space. No, was, there's an air in space museum. Okay. That is a funny joke. That's a great joke. For sure. the, then good God. Like my, I can't remember what the, his, his name and Michael Keaton's character She's like, I'm not gonna lie to you, Marge. I burnt the mural, but I did not burn Skinner's car. And she just watched him do it. Like, <laughs> I, then the the conversation at the end where they're talking about Oz, yeah, and, and how good Cable is in prison now. I mean, that that episode's awesome. Okay, but I, I, you got to just be fucking with me to put it in top ten. There's no way it's top ten. <laughs> I, I'll be, the more I think about it, it might be top five. All right, you guys, <laughs> all right, cancel the show. <laughs> You've killed the podcast. Oh, jeez. No, I, I, all joking aside, that's that's easily a top twenty episode, in my opinion. I love that episode. Okay, all right. Well, then maybe I'm wrong. To 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 you guys, it's it's just so weird. I he they starts off by going to a prison rodeo. I like and it's sort of like okay, Marge has been in jail. She's been in jail multiple times, and now she's at the prison and like doesn't know anything about prison life it was like he's i don't know just just no i don't know it's it's a universally panned episode okay let's just get that straight but okay. that being said i love that episode personally you know so you're you're on the side of the majority and we all know large groups of people can't be wrong true true okay, all right so i'm going to rank this one um it it was tough. I kind of placed it between 15 and 20. It's going to be my new number. Oh, it's it. Okay. It comes down to this Bart Carney, which we just watched with Jim Varney, Bart versus Australia in this episode are all kind of around the same for me. And I, I'm going to make this the new number 17. It's going to supplant uh, Bart versus Australia. All right. Let me put it on the list. Get it in there. Well, I'm not going to argue with you here, but I think Bart vs. Australia is better than this. Well, you've got that one at 20. I know. And I really like this one. <laughs> Damn yeah. it. Well, I mean, I have when you dish upon a star ahead of this one, and I'm just going to go ahead and say that this is better than that. But the list is just—it is what it is. The list is the list. Okay, I can't move it. Um, So it's impossible. All right, I'm going to have to put this at because Bart vs. Australia is my 20, and Girly Edition is 21. This is certainly better than Girly Edition, but I love Bart vs. Australia, so this is my new 21. Wow. This is going to, because we're coming up on our tournament of champions, March Madness. This is going to yeah. be a really tough out because it's going to have a high seed uh, because of where we both put it. So it's going to be, uh, it's, I think it's, it has a chance to knock off some of the top seeds, depending on the matchup. Sure, sure. So why don't you explain what the, what the hell you're talking about? We are going to do a 32-episode tournament where we rank and crown our best episode that we've done up until this point. So if Peach put an episode at number 10 
and I put it at 20, it would kind of have an aggregate score of like 15 and a half or whatever. And then, so we're going to have those scores and then rank them based on that score. So, uh, and then fill out the bracket. And then how, yeah, it makes sense. How are we going to fill out the bracket though? Are we, it's just going to be you and you and me bickering at each other. No. So like, I have you only move twice at one. You have it at what nine. So that's going to be one of the top seeds because its average score will be like you know five or something. So right. the lower your average score is, the the better seed you get. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. I got you. I got you. So some of the episodes aren't going to make the tournament at all. We're just going to take the top thirty. <laughs> Looks like we got a lot of math in front of us. You know, if there's one thing I love, it is math. <laughs> and brackets. Good. The man loves brackets. And brackets <laughs> and lists. And, you know, all sorts of other pointless stuff. Brackets, lists, numbers, statistics. God, you're a regular astronaut. Hey, where did you have that episode? Uh, we watched that one? We watched that one. Like Homer, Homer, what the hell? Deep Space Homer. I have it at 16. I've got it at 15. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it here for the Simpsons Watch Along podcast. We watched Margin Change, if you weren't paying attention, with our good buddy <laughs> Cooper. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> I'm losing my mind over here, thinking about math. Uh, final thoughts before we go. Cooper, you want to plug anything? I know you're a big fan of the OtterBox. Oh, still use the OtterBox daily. I uh, It's the best decision I've ever made. Every phone I buy, I buy an OtterBox. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we need an OtterBox sponsorship here. I, I it's, It sells itself. Tag I bought an OtterBox because of, because of you. When I got my new phone, I just was like, well, I know what I'm getting. And I still isn't got it, one. It, isn't it great and sweet? It's fucking I mean, great. How yeah. many times you drop your phone? Like, I've dropped my phone off of a roof before, and it didn't do anything to my phone or the case. Yeah. Hundreds of times, I dropped my phone. In the, I dropped it in the toilet. It doesn't matter. OtterBox, spot on. Can't, can't go wrong with the OtterBox. I've never had a cover on my phone. I've never had a case for it. You serious? I live on the edge. You it are makes, a fucking maniac. It makes me be just hyper vigilant. where I'm like, all right, I can't drop this thing. Yeah, but with the case, you can drop it. And who cares? Well, I prefer not to drop it. Well, I prefer not to drop it too, but sometimes it's in my car and it slides out of my pocket, and then who the hell knows? I've had some heroic catches. Like, it'll fall out, and I'll just snatch it out of the air. It keeps me just on constant edge. Because that's what you need more, is hypervigilance <laughs> in your life. More anxiety. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. Cooper, really thank you for coming on to the show. You guys can follow us at Simpsons Watch on Twitter on our or at Instagram. Follow myself at Peach Machine. Cooper, you on Twitter? Yeah, not really. No, not really. All right. Don't don't bother with him. Follow at Dabble Dab as well. Leave us a comment. Leave us a, a like or a share. I, I hate internet begging, but you know, you kind of got to do it and got to let people know that we're out there. We really appreciate it because we're ad free. We don't even have a Patreon. We got nothing. We just do this for the love of the game. Ain't that right? That's that's the only reason we do it. We hate each other. We're doing it for you. <laughs> we hate the Simpsons too. <laughs> yeah, I mean the show sucks. <laughs> I I I'm I can't tell you how disappointed I was the other day to realize that the Simpsons season thirty two is on Hulu, and I have Hulu, so I must watch it. <laughs> You're, I mean, 
I was blown away when they renewed them for two more years. And they're like, they're on episode 730 something right now. I was like, oh my God, that's more than I even knew. Yeah, 700. Like, I haven't so. even seen half of them now that they're into the 30s. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, so I just finished th- through 31, and I was like, I was like, I'm done for a little while. Then I was like, oh, no, they're on Hulu. I have to watch them. So. You're almost caught up, though, man. You can watch them live every week again. Yeah, I, I could. I could. <laughs> I used to. There was like a five-year period where I just considered it, <sighs> got to do my Sunday chores. And I, I mean, would just sit it, it's it's held the eight o'clock spot on Sunday night for how many years now? Since ninety one, that's incredible. It really is. Many shows have come and gone. Futurama a couple times. Family Guy. You know, there's been lots of awesome shows. That they always try to put them in the in the half hour after The Simpsons. They're like, oh, it'll carry over. Never does. <laughs> I, I liked Greg the Bunny for what it's worth. I loved Greg the Bunny. It's four episodes or whatever. I thought that was a great out, a great great attempt. Yeah, I mean, they, they gave up on it too quick. Yeah. Well, well, that's going to do it for the Simpsons Watch Along podcast. We thank you all for listening, and we're going to leave you with our final three words like we always do. Flintstones chewable morphine. Get that steel drum out of the uh, Maya's office. Just a placebo. Watch the Simpsons.